Well, hello and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts in the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we have the pleasure of talking with Bill Hicks. He's Director of Land Development Services for Fairfax County, and we're going to dive into the world of Fairfax County permitting and the air quote, new world of permitting uh, as it uh, has become over the last year or several years. Bill, thanks for being here on the County Conversation with us. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Looking forward to the conversation about uh, something that I think, uh, am I wrong? Folks don't really understand a lot about the permitting uh, process or land development services unless they're really deep into it. I think it's true that folks do not know about it unless they need to know about it. And so it's a good opportunity this morning. Yeah. I got some information from your office that had a, I don't want to say definition, but just kind of a a good overview uh, that said permits ensure that buildings in Fairfax County are safe for occupancy, uh, no faulty design or shoddy work, and that all projects meet environmental guidelines. Is that a good overview of of what Land Development Services does in the permitting process? I think that's exactly exactly it. In fact, our mission is this, is to facilitate the safe and sustainable building of our communities. So we do that with our building code, and we do that through the the local ordinances that seek to ensure community character and preservation of the environment. All right. Now, when you say building code and and all those things, my mind just – I just kind of – doze off. I think it's complicated. It's going to be tough for me to understand. It's a tough, it's a tough world to be in. Um, can you dispel that for me? So I think that it, it's important to know that the building code is, it's the standards by which your contractor and your engineer and those involved in building your home or your addition or whatever it is, they adhere to to ensure those minimum safety and environmental rules. That's the the, the bottom line about what's important for you and I to know about it. But it is no question it's complicated. If you dive into it, there are thousands of pages of code. Um, and we're mm-hmm. here to ensure that that bottom line is met every time for safe and sustainable building. All right. So kind of walk me through a, a little bit of the, of the process. Uh, someone would go to land development services for permits or, or the process that, that you were involved with? Is it both residential and commercial buildings that, that you're involved with? That's exactly right. The, if you're building a deck on the back of your home or you're putting a new light fixture, those sorts of things require permitting. If you are building a mini-story high-rise in Tyson's or Reston, those require permitting. And all of that happens in land development services. That One applies for those permits, provides the backup materials, whether those are plans or shop drawings or other data, soils reports. We review those against those many thousands pages of code, and uh, at the end of it, we give you a permit, and once you start building, we provide the inspection services to make sure that what you're building adheres to those plans. Okay. So you're um, – I was, I was going to say cradle to grave. I, I'm familiar with that <laughs> phrase, but you're start to, start to end of the, of the process. Right, of the construction process. Our, our role significantly ends at the end of construction. Okay. All right. So 
what's the the major highlight the the major thing that land development services does during this process is it more on the beginning side looking at the code walking through someone uh, with that part or is at the end when you're doing the inspections to make sure uh, everything is done where where's the major part of your work done so that's a that's a tough question. We are um, we're probably about three hundred folks. We've got some uh, administrative folks, but on the whole, we've got half of them are plan reviewers or permit folks that are making sure that what you submit adheres to those administrative obligations and moves you through the permitting process. And the other half are there to ensure during construction you're building what you're supposed to be building. And I would, you know, if you have great plans, a great permit, and then you don't build that, that's a problem. If you get to building without good plans and uh, uh, you're not meeting those minimum standards, that's a problem. So it's hard to say which is more important, right? <laughs> right. So how do you keep your shop, uh, the one half that's that's looking at the, the first part and the other half that's looking at the end part, how do you keep your shop all on the same page? Because you mentioned earlier there what thousands of pages of code that everyone has to kind of be aware of or know of. How, how does that uh, coordination between land development services areas or branches, how does that work? So that's that's a real that, – that is the fundamental issue about what directors do, right? Our <laughs> job is to keep everybody on the same page. And so we do that through a lot of discussions. And we call those meetings. You know, I look at my <laughs> daily agenda and I have – 15 half an hour meetings each day and they're all important and they're all about trying to make sure that both sides of the house are moving in the same direction. So I'm sure you didn't grow up hoping to be in 15 meetings every single day. <laughs> How did you get started in this line of business? So it's 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 interesting. I um when I was a very young child, I uh, I used to watch a program called Gilligan's Island. Yeah, yeah. And I, I grew up in North Carolina, and there was an independent station in North Carolina that had um, that. That's where the Peace Corps um, advertised, and that's where Gilligan's Island was. And so every commercial, there was a commercial for the Peace Corps. And mm. um, I went. I decided that that was the direction I wanted to take my my life, which is really a bizarre thing, I think, to your parents to think that you're going to chase a college education solely to be a two-year volunteer in the Peace Corps. But that's what I was aiming for. And I built water systems in Central America uh, as an engineer down there. And when I came back, I really enjoyed kind of community development. And mm -hmm. as I settled in the area, I began working for local government. I've worked for a number of local governments in the area. And um, I've most before coming to Fairfax, I was a public works director with the city of Falls Church, and this was a natural progression to a larger community. And I've I've been here about six years. Yeah, well, Fairfax County is lucky to have you. What what do you think that biggest um, lesson learned, maybe from the Peace Corps, uh, uh, that you still carry with you today? You know, it's significantly about relationships. It's about talking to folks. And I think mm. that we in public service can really make a difference to our community. And that's that's really what I believe I have this job for. Hmm. That's an interesting point. Often you don't think of um, government employees as looking to build relationships. How have, how have you 
um, kind of brought that mentality to the culture of land development services. So I, I think we, we do a lot of talking. We, um, I have a great executive team. We meet all the time. We do a lot of talking together. And I think I try and set an example for being a very honest broker and just trying to build trust among both my staff and, and our partners in the industry or the community. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you, you mentioned a lot of talking, but also a lot of listening goes into it as well. <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Um, commercial and residential. I want to I want to talk about both. Um, and and let's start with commercial because I'm I'm doing my air quotes here. I'm assuming that's going to be an easier conversation because anyone listening right now that that does commercial work, and I'm sure the commercial folks are very familiar with land development services in Fairfax County, but I'm sure there's, you know, some new folks getting into commercial work that that may find some value here. And then I want to get into residential where, again, I'm assuming that, you know, if someone's looking to build that deck on their backyard, they may not have to work with land development services every week or every year. So it may be something new. So let's start first with commercial. Um, I know there's no such thing as normal project, average project, but just kind of walk me through the process a little bit. There's a commercial building project. Where does it start with land development services? And kind of give me a little quick walkthrough about the steps involved on that commercial side. So if you're a commercial builder, hopefully you're hiring a team that um, has done work like this before. So we would think that they are fairly sophisticated and they're familiar with our processes and they understand the importance of bringing in really high quality plans so they can be easily reviewed. So first you're hiring your team, your design team. They are considering the gamut of regulations, whether they're building code or the zoning ordinance or the Chesapeake Stormwater Protection Ordinances, and um, and they're putting that together. They're listening to you as the as the owner of that project, what your vision is, and they're trying to adhere that vision to whatever whatever that looks like on the um, in the design. And then that is submitted to us um, for review, and we are available um, for projects ahead of that time. If you'd like to consult with us, you can reach out to us and have conversations about where you're headed so that we're all on the same page. You submit those to us, those plans and permit applications, and we review those with expertise, whether they're uh, plumbing engineers or they're site engineers. And they go through your plans against all of those codes and ordinances. And eventually you get to the place where, and sometimes it takes a few iterations, we get to a place where the designs meet our expectations and we have approved them. And if you're building usually a very big project, you may have public improvements associated with that. And you come in, you fill out your agreements, and those public improvements get bonded so that they're assured to be completed by the time you're done with your project. Hmm. And we give you a... uh, a land disturbance uh, and building permit, and you get to to move forward. Mm-hmm. Is and and this may be a dumb question on my part because I don't you know I don't do permits and land development service work, and certainly don't do commercial construction that type of thing. But is it more understood now versus you know twenty, thirty, forty years ago that there is an importance in code and 
and builders following these these codes and, and plans? Well, that's 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 hard to say. I think I think everybody sees the importance, and certainly the codes that existed twenty or thirty years ago were very modest in comparison to you know what I mentioned, thousands of pages now. Mm. So I think in that respect, you have um, you have I think there is a understanding that codes are really important, and what are minimum expectations for construction? We're mm. all looking at that, whether you're a builder or a reviewer or a government agency to ensure that safe and sustainable building? So probably the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's a good word you, you just used. There are, there are a set of minimum or minimal uh, standards that need to be met. And so, you know, that makes sense that everyone should kind of understand that. It, it's, it, you know, these are minimal reasonable expectations for everyone's safety. That's exactly right. It really is the minimum legal home or building that can be constructed. It does not preclude somebody from building a, you know, a better designed building, but this is the minimum that they can mm. build to. Okay. Good. Interesting part there. Yeah. It does not preclude them from going above that minimum standard, which uh, maybe more often than not they should. <laughs> we're, uh, we're talking with Bill Hicks. He is the Director of Land Development Services for Fairfax County, and we're talking about land development services, often uh, referred to uh, by county employees and others in the, in the field as LDS. So if you hear that, uh, that term, you'll know we're talking about land development services. Bill just gave us a uh, quick kind of overview about the commercial side, but also want to talk uh, a little bit more in depth, Bill, about residential, because as I said a few minutes ago, setting it up, residents may not have to deal with the permitting process for years, decades even, and then they want to put a deck on their their uh, backyard uh, uh, house or something, and then they have to get involved in the permitting process. So let's talk a little bit about the, the residential side. First of all, what do you want residents knowing about land development services and the permitting process when when they're not involved with it on a day-to-day basis? I think the very first thing I want you to know is that we are there to help you, that we want your project to succeed, um, and we're there as a partner in that project. Now, is it kind of the same process that you outlined on the commercial side? I mean, you know, process-wise, kind of the steps involved. It it is very much the same, that you conceive of whatever it is you're going to build, whether that's a deck or a new home entirely, and um, you work with your design professional to to submit whatever is necessary um, to put that on the virtual paper as as we have today. You, You get that drawn up. You submit those, we review them, we give you an approved permit, and then you go forth and build and we inspect as you go. And again, I think important to, to note, and you've said it before, the, uh, the goal of Land Development Services, you and your staff, is to, is to make sure that uh, Land Development Services uh, staff are, are working with the contractors and the homeowners to, to make the, the permitting process and the plan and review process go as as smooth as possible, you're not looking to slow things down or make things more complicated. But again, going back to that minimum set of safety standards, there are certain things that have to be met, but you're not trying to be the monkey wrench in the process. That's exactly correct. We really want to be a partner in getting your project completed. 
And so you so can safely can... use that, you know, no, for the life of the project. We want it to be safe not only the day it's finished, but 10 years from there. And that's why we, we, we review against those code standards for minimum safety. So, so how can um, – I'm a Fairfax County resident. How can I learn more about permits, land development services? Where, is there a, a phone number to call? Is there a, a website to go to? Where, where would I even start in this process? The very best place to go is to our website, which is www.fairfaxcounty.gov forward slash plan the number two and build. And what does that page have? That page has uh, soup to nuts on what it takes to build a project, whether it's a residential project or a commercial project. It, um, in fact, you can not only learn about the process, but that's also where you go to uh, to submit for your project because we are now 100% online submittals. Wow. And how how is that a fairly new <laughs> new uh, achievement or how long have you been 100% online so that is that is uh, post covid um, we were on wow. a last march we were on a two year launch path to uh, to be 100% electronic so in a matter of really days we shoehorned a lot of our pro pro processes into an electronic format they have not been perfect but um, we have been able to continue to see economic development occur in the county, even though our buildings are are closed today. Mm. We have we have plan reviewers that are reviewing all electronic, and they are. We, we actually have eighty percent of our staff teleworking in any given day. We've been doing we've done tens of thousands of uh, virtual inspections uh, since since uh, March. Wow. Now, someone may may ask, how in the world do you do a virtual inspection? So interesting. We um, just like before, you would call up um, or you'd reach out through our webpage and schedule your inspection, and we would show up the next day to do an inspection. Well, showing up the next day now means that in the morning of your inspection, we connect with you over the cell phone. We or your phone. We're using cell phones, and we would say. Um, we have a time. Can you make a 10 o'clock time slot today? And do you have a cell phone that we can we can use for video conference? And we were at the beginning of this, we were using FaceTime on Apple devices and MS Teams on other devices. And we've actually partnered with a software agency to develop an inspection tool that mm. um, allows for the inspector and whoever's getting the inspection, whether it's the homeowner or the contractor, to have a conversation. The homeowner or contractor shows pictures of what's going on, and they talk through that inspection. And it's honestly, we are on time for all of our inspections, and I think it's gone really well. Wow. Yeah, as you were talking, I was, I was thinking – Wow, that is a is is a tremendous way to increase efficiency and and get more inspections done because inspectors don't have to drive from job site to job site. You could really increase capacity. I'm assuming. So so w one would think that right off. It has not <laughs> borne out quite the way we would hope because um, and and in fact, when you're headed to Fairfax anywhere in Fairfax County, you got 400 square miles to cover and lots of heavy right. congestion usually. Right. But um, our virtual inspections, we have actually they 
they take a little more time to do because, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of the folks are very new to the process. So when you're doing a virtual inspection, there is some time to kind of get folks dialed in to, to how to do that inspection first, how to connect over MS Teams or Zoom or whatever it is, and then help that guide that person to show the inspector what needs to be seen so the inspector can feel confident that they're delivering this, the valued inspection that we aim to offer and, and our customers expect. Man. That makes sense. You know, some of the efficiency you, the efficiencies you saved in uh, travel time have to be made up in the uh, time spent walking through the process and uh, making sure the inspector can see everything visually, et cetera. That that makes sense. Yeah. So you talked earlier. We talked. We've we mentioned decks a couple of times. That's you know that's spring and summer type things. Decks, pools, screen porches, those those type of things. What about the winter? The, the time of season we're in now, are there, you know, certain seasonal things like summer has decks and screen porches, Any anything during winter or fall or spring that uh, are traditional uh, kind of seasons for, for permits and building? So during the winter, folks are trying to get ready for that big summer uh, construction boom. So they are, um, they're submitting things that they're thinking about. And this year is different than frankly, any year we've ever seen, right? So mm, folks right. are still pushing those deck permits through those those uh, additions that they'd like to see built ASAP. So they're hopeful as they submit now that they'll be ready for construction as the as the winter breaks. Yeah. Yeah. The pandemic has, of course, had many more folks at home and uh, more building projects. I've heard stories about, you know, price increases on lumber and availability of different things. And, and that has borne out with uh, maybe more work or, or steadier, steady work for, for land development services and the permitting process? It's really incredible. We, um, we typically issue about 70,000 uh, permits in a year, so it's huge volume work. Yeah. This year, um, we are on track, including COVID, to issue about 10% more permits. It's wow. just incredible. And I think it is folks are at home. They're looking in the backyard and they're thinking, gosh, I wish I had a deck back there. Or wouldn't it be <laughs> great if our home was bigger or whatever? All right. Yeah. I, I guess uh, good things come, you know, but every dark cloud has a silver lining, so they say. So, uh, you know, good things from the pandemic. And uh, one of the things you mentioned earlier was the uh the kind of fast tracking on uh, being 100% online for the permitting process with land development services. So, uh, so kudos there for that to you. You mentioned earlier that uh, plan to build web page. I want to make sure that uh, we uh, mention that ag again now and, and before we wrap up here in just a minute or two, but that's fairfaxcounty.gov slash plan, the number two build. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash plan to build. Uh, One-stop shop there has uh, everything uh, you need to know about the permitting process, getting started, but also uh, information on, um, you know, hiring licensed contractors, which, of course, is critical for, uh, you know, many building projects that need professional assistance, such as, uh, you know, design, electrical, plumbing, that type of thing. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash plan, the number two build. Bill Hicks is Director of Land Development Services for Fairfax County. Bill, before we wrap up, anything else that I haven't asked anything that you want to make sure folks listening right now, either residential or commercial, whatever it may be, uh, want folks to 
know and remember about land development services in Fairfax County. I just would like everybody to know that we really are a partner to help you complete a successful, safe, and sustainable project. So we're here to help. All right. Short, sweet, and to the point. Can't, uh, can't get any much better than that, Bill. Thank you again for being on the County Conversation. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Bill Hicks, uh, Director of Land Development Services with us on this edition of the uh, County Conversation podcast. If you want to get more Fairfax County news information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news, or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. And that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. I do want to thank you for joining us on the County Conversation podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.